Welcome to Analytica. What is reality? How does the biological wetware of the brain give rise to our experience? The sight of emerald green, the taste of cinnamon, the smell of wet soil. What if I told you, yes, you Analytica listeners, that the world around you, with its rich colors, textures, sounds, and scents, is nothing more than an illusion, a show put on for you by the brain? Yes. If you could perceive reality as it really was, you would be shocked by its colorless, odorless, tasteless silence. Because literally outside your brain, there is just energy and matter. Over millions of years of evolution, the human brain has become adept at turning this energy and matter into a rich sensory experience of being in the world. The world is an illusion, everything is an illusion, everything is motherfucking bullshit. But that isn't true because there is something, right? We do experience something. And now I'm starting to realize that we are this organism um, that doesn't necessarily need to have a complete input of the reality. It just needs enough input to be able to thrive in this environment and to be able to reproduce themselves and take each other to the, to the, to the next generation in some sense. So we, it's so crazy to think that nature kind of just got lazy, you know? Well, not lazy. Yeah, it kind of did because, I mean, we are still pretty fucking incredible. But it's almost like nature was like, nah, we don't really need that. We don't really need that over there. We don't really need this either. So we're just gonna we're just gonna use the things that are essential, just the things that we need. And when we could have had so much more, perhaps we can have so much more. Perhaps we can indeed enhance the capabilities that we are equipped with. We can definitely enhance them, but can we enhance them enough to make a difference? Enough to take us one step further in the evolutionary branching of organisms? Don't know, no idea. I'm just a guy here sitting in a fucking corner of the garage speaking to the microphone and hopefully to you guys hopefully to the listeners about your experience of reality yes it feels as though you have direct access to the world through your senses you can reach out and touch the material of the physical world like this book and the chair and the microphone I'm speaking into But really, this sense of touch is not a direct experience. Although it feels like the touch is happening in your fingers, in fact, it's all happening in the mission control center of the brain. It's the same across all your sensory experiences. Seeing isn't happening in your eyes. 
hearing isn't taking place in your ears, and smell isn't happening in your nose. All of your sensory experiences are taking place in storms of activity within the computational material of your brain. So, in other words, you're not in control. You're not in control. So just let go. Anyway, here's the key. The brain has no access to the world outside. Sealed within the dark, silent chamber of your skull, your brain has never directly experienced the external world, and it never will. Instead, there is only one way that information from out there gets into the brain. Yes, your sensory organs, like your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, and your skin, act like interpreters. They detect a motley of a crew of information sources, including things like photons, air compression waves, molecular concentrations, pressure, texture, temperature, and these interpreters translate them into the common currency of the brain, electrical, electrochemical signals, not electrical, electrochemical signals. These electrochemical signals dash through the dense networks of neurons, the main signaling cells of the brain. Yes, uh, there are hundred billion neurons in the human brain. Fuck. Okay, just okay. One hundred billion neurons. That number is almost incomprehensible. Each neuron sends tens of thousands of hundreds of electrical pulses to thousands of other neurons every second of your life. Oh my gosh. No way. Yes way. Everything you experience, every sight, sound, smell, rather than being a direct experience, is an electrical chemical rendition in a dark theater. That doesn't have to be bad. I mean, this place isn't that bad, is it? About the third of the human brain is dedicated to the mission of vision. To turning raw photons of light into our mother's face, our loving pet, or the couch we are about to nap on. Because this is taking some serious brain power, motherfuckers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, a lot of people might think that waking up and thinking about the universe right away might be overthinking life. But you know what? That is what makes me feel alive, man. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon because this is so fucking fascinating. So, let's talk about consciousness. Could you upload your consciousness to a computer so you would get rid of your biological body with all its limitations including death and you would now inhibit a mechanical one or a silicon one or we might even be able in the future to create a biological synthetic material that would allow us to live forever and do amazing things on planet earth 
I will definitely consider the idea of actually doing it. You know, if it happens, I will do it. I will want to do it. Why not? Why not? Wouldn't you want to be fucking strong as fuck, smart as fuck, and fast as fuck? You know, shit. If the software of the brain is the electrical element to a mind and not the details of the hardware, then in theory, we could shift ourselves of the substrate of our bodies with powerful enough computers simulating the interactions of our brains we could upload really we really could we could exist digitally by running ourselves as a simulation escaping the biological wetware from which we're, we've arisen see so it might we might not need the wetware we might not need this body but but there is there is some complications becoming non-biological beings okay that would be the most single most significant leap in the history of our species launching us into the era of transhumanism sounds fucking crazy programmers could make any virtual world for you they could do anything you wanted worlds in which you could fly live underwater or feel the winds of a different planet we could run our virtual brains as fast or slow as we wanted so our minds could span immense swaths of time or turn seconds of computing into time into billions of years of experience seconds so we would be able to to turn seconds of computing time into billions of years of experience so we would be able to we would be able to learn at a rate that would be monumental if uploading proves to indeed be possible it would open up the capacity to reach other solar systems yes it would there are at least a hundred billion other galaxies in our cosmos each of which contains a hundred billion stars we've already spotted thousands of exoplanets orbiting those stars some of which have conditions quite like our earth the difficulty lies in the impossibility that our current Fleshy bodies will never get to those exoplanets. There's simply no foreseeable way that we will ever a be able to travel those kinds of distances in space and time. There is no way. With not with these, not with these muscles. <laughs> However, because you can pause a simulation, shoot into out of space, and reboot and rebooted a thousand years later when it arrives at a planet it would seem to your consciousness that you were on earth you had no launch and then instantly you found yourself on a new planet uploading would be the equivalent of achieving the physics dream of finding a wormhole allowing us to get from one part of the universe to another in a subjective instant
Thank you for watching. Not watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Analytica. Bye.